Untitled Podcast is a part of the Kansas Google Education Group Network and also the Mace Kansas Network. You can find more information about episodes and guests at www.untitledpc.net. Welcome to Untitled Podcast. My name is Travis True. And I'm Carol Nelson. Welcome to this edition of Untitled Podcast. I'm Travis True. I'm Carol Nelson. We have an episode today that uh, we're going to share some updates, some winter updates, some updates that were released um, back in December and then throughout kind of over the Christmas or halt winter break and kind of get you caught up on some of the, the new stuff that's that's out there and available. Hopefully it's available to everybody. Should should be um, available to most everybody that's listening. So, um, Carol, we'll go ahead and you can start this off. All right. Well, I'm going to start with slides. And this was an update that I found that I thought was just a little interesting that the film strip or the little thumbnails on the left-hand side of slides, you can now collapse that and it hides those little thumbnails off of the screen. And I don't know, as a presenter, I find that interesting because there's a few times that I I find the navigation in the present mode hard to get where I need to go. And sometimes I just leave it, you know, with all that down. And if you could hide that, it just changes the view. So for me, I was a little excited about that collapsible um, option that's now available. Yeah, I like it. Like you said, for the navigation going from tab to tab. The other thing I found was um, when you teach specifically through Zoom, like I did a class, a college class through Zoom, um, having that uh, presentation in full screen, there's some there's some issues with it in Zoom, and so make allow um, now that I can hide that side that that sidebar, um, the film strip, and then also hide, be able to hide the notes tab at the bottom or the notes pane at the bottom, speaker notes. Um, then I can basically have a full screen of my slide and navigate with my arrows and still be able to access everything without being full screen. And I know um, my students on the other end appreciate it. A lot better too. This is just better, easier to see for them, because mm-hmm. because you have in Zoom, you got the the uh, thumbnail videos of everybody that shows up on that right side, and sometimes that cuts off the information on the slideshow. So, yeah, so that's a real nice addition that they that they added. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, one update in Drive that I noticed is coming. It'll just change the behavior of shortcuts. Yeah. 
And so this is new coming out. They call it a shortcut behavior that's going to be coming out in 2022, which we're just in the beginning of 2022. Um, they are replacing the files and folders that are stored in multiple folders in Google Drive with shortcuts. This used to be something I used to use this a lot with that shift Z where I felt like I was, you know, very powerful putting that in multiple locations. Now it's going to kind of change the function of that. Um, it's going to be shortcuts to the folders or different places that you add it from that original location. And I've noticed this behavior a little bit with like if you add um, to your drive from somebody else's uh, file, it'll say it's a shortcut. So it's just I think it seems like it's continuing that behavior in a little bit more areas potentially. Yeah, and the and the, you'll know it's a shortcut why the icon has a little round arrow. I think is is included on the thumbnail icon of the of the file. So that's how you'll know it's a shortcut. Um, but yeah, the the Shift Z saving it in all kinds of different places is no longer going to be available. Um, staying in Drive, uh, a kind of a big update coming. Um, especially for some bigger school districts, <coughs> excuse me, is um, Google announced that they are doing away with their unlimited um, storage space for um, school districts that are, that are uh, Google districts. So what that means is starting in July, every school district that signed up for the free version of uh, G, um, no, it's not G Suite anymore. Um, what is it called now? Uh, it changed your names. It changed your name so often I don't remember. Or workshop. Workshop. Yeah. yeah. Um, workspace. 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 Sorry. Yes. <laughs> workspace. Well, they may they may change it here in six months. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Something we say may catch on. <laughs> um. So in the free version, an entire district gets 100 terabytes of pooled data, which means that everybody gets to share um, this big pool of data. And there's there's no caps on individuals. Uh, so you could have one, one teacher or student that has two terabytes of data, and you could have a student that has maybe a gigabyte of data. And you just share this big pool. Well, the problem is um, for some larger districts is that that's not enough data and so if your district is running into that hopefully your IT department is starting the process of having you delete things out of your drive um, and because once that gets turned on in July of 2022 um, and if you are over your allotted storage space you're basically your accounts cannot do anything you can't save any more files so uh, you can't you know send emails save documents anything like that so um, the other thing is in february of 2022 google is going to start counting the google um, docs as part of that storage space so it used to be anything you created in drive when you went up to drive and clicked on new and then if you created a new doc or a spreadsheet or a form or a slide presentation those google files didn't take up any space well now 
starting in February of 2022, those files will count against your space. Um, this is also going, this part also affects regular private Google accounts. So if you have a regular Gmail account and um, you've been making a lot of files and resources with those Google accounts, you may see your storage usage bumped up um, starting in February. So just be aware of that. Um, you can easily see how much storage space you're using if you go to Drive. And on the left hand side at the bottom, you click on storage and it'll show you how much storage you have in Drive, as well as Gmail and Photos. That all gets kind of lumped together, but you can see um, your list, uh, your store, how much, how many gigabytes or how much storage you're using. And then in Drive, um, your files will be listed from the largest to the smallest. So that's nice that they do that. Then you can start uh, deleting files or moving files someplace else. Um, I have a lot of video, so those are um, starting to get moved to YouTube. Um, if you have a YouTube channel, you can move those videos to YouTube. There's still unlimited space in YouTube right now. And, and then delete those from Drive if you wanted. And then when you have them in YouTube, you can um, make sure that they are private or unlisted so they can't be searched for. But I uh, just want to make everybody aware that that's a pretty big um, announcement that came um, back in December, right before winter break, um, that um, unlimited free storage is no longer going to be the case mm -hmm. um, as of July in, in Google Workspace. And that is a huge change for education. Um, we started getting used to it a little bit on our private, our personal accounts. You know, you start to watch that. But education world, we used to say, oh, it's unlimited. Don't worry about it. Now we need to be a little bit more concerned about it and do some cleanup. And it's always a good idea to kind of have that cleanup time. Think of all the untitled things you might have building up. There's definitely some cleaning that you could do and just help that out. Um, so the next thing we're going to talk about is in docs, sheets, and slides. This is something I didn't really know about, um, something a little bit new that I was seeing, and they're calling it smart chips, which makes me a little hungry, but we're talking about using the at sign, and I was just playing around with it because I hadn't before, and what you can do in the document, and I'll pause here for a second and say we will have links to this information so you can dig more into it because I know we're going through things fast and it's we're not really the podcast isn't very visual for those of you listening. Um, so we'll have some links and information that you can go back and check these things out. Um, but back to what I was saying, the smart chips in this. Um, when you use the at sign, you can do at and you can put today and it'll pop up some information of what you would like to do. So if I do the at and today, it says today's date and I can click on that and it'll put in today's date to my doc. So I don't have to go fumbling through and find my calendar <laughs> anymore to figure out what today's date is. It'll actually put it in there. You can do that with like tomorrow and yesterday and things like that. Um, I did just an at with Travis to play with that. And it actually comes up with 
the Travis's that I have um, email addresses to, or even files or documents that looked like a little bit associated potentially um, with Travis. So play around with that. It's kind of an interesting piece. Um, seems pretty new to things and it you can have it in docs, sheets and slides, um, it, Google calendar events, those type of things even pop up as well as you type things in. So really kind of a fun new feature. Yeah, it's kind of like um, <clears throat> right click on steroids a little bit. Yeah. You can right click and get a menu. And then if you do the app, you get an even different menu. You can tag people in in. Um, you can insert documents instead of just the links. It's a nice, nicer looking link, I guess. Um, you can tag people. It's really, really pretty sharp um, mm -hmm. and all the stuff you can do. Um, so staying with um, in docs, um, there's a brand new update that I don't have access to yet, but you may see it come along uh, anytime, and that is um, there's an update to the tables in Docs where um, whenever you get this update, you will see and you insert a table, you'll, you will see uh, <clears throat> a menu pop up on the right hand side so that you can format your, your table. You'll be able to lock the top row of a table now in wow. Docs. You're, you were always able to do that in Sheets, but now you can lock that top row in Docs and scroll up and down without losing that top that top row, you can also, you'll be able to sort, do some sorting within your table. So they're making, they're making tables a lot more robust than um, it was before. But kind of the big thing you'll notice is that menu, uh, that formatting menu, uh, formatting window that comes up over on the right side. Um, and like I said, I've, as soon as I saw this update, I went and checked to see if I had it on multiple Google accounts. I don't have it yet. So mm -hmm. I just um, saw that with Tony Vincent's tips. I think today he was talking about that as a tip. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's huge. Yeah. So, to as, not have to yeah. so as of the recording, um, we don't have it quite yet, but um, we'll make sure to get some you know, information linked so that you can at least maybe see what it looks like if you don't have it yet. Uh, the last part in this section I want to um, update you on is classic sites. Classic sites are still around until this summer. Um, classic sites are going away um, June 2022. Users will no longer be to be will no longer be able to edit any classic sites that you have on your domain and starting in july 2022 you're no longer going to be able to view any classic sites unless you've converted them to the new version of sites now the new version of sites has been around for a long time they this is a this is an update that they've kind of extended for at least a couple years um, but i think they're going to kind of hold the way it sounds. They're going to hold tight to this. So there is a, if you're still using classic sites, there is a migration tool that you can migrate your classic site over to the new sites. Just be aware that not all of your content will go, but the formatting won't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in my experience, in my experience, all the text and images 
and all the pages get created, but the formatting is a lot different between classic sites and, um, and the new sites. So just be prepared to do some formatting um, changes with that. But that's, again, that's an update that's coming this summer. July, um, starting in June, um, you can't edit them anymore. And then July, you won't even be able to access them anymore. Yep. So if you want something done, do it before July this summer. Yep. And then the last two updates that I want to share with you have to do with Chrome and a Chromebook. So in Chrome, in the latest version of Chrome, they have um, they have a feature that when you can if you can now if you have a document or an, an article that's really long and you don't and you want to share to a specific point in that document mm -hmm. you can have that document open highlight the or not the document the article open highlight those any the words where you want the person to go to right click and then you'll have the option under copy you'll have the option to copy link to highlight so what this is going to do is basically create an anchor an anchor link where you can share that and so it'll take you it'll take the user to the page and it'll jump down to where that um, part was highlighted by you really really cool feature if you're if you're sharing a a, a website an article where there's a lot of text towards several pages long and you want to get uh, people to that exact spot also going to be handy um, for you teachers to get kids to the exact spot in an article um, so they're not having to scroll through and try to find where you want them to start reading or where you want them to be highlight it right click copy link to highlight share that link and that will get them right to where they need to be that's a nice update and then the final update is for chromebooks um, on the very um the most recent version of chrome os they did um, some updates to the camera um, now what you can do with the camera app is you can scan documents with the camera app and they save them to the to either the Chromebook or the Google Drive wherever the student um, has that set so what you do is you open up the camera and then at the bottom you've got some options for like taking a photo doing um, a, taking video doing a screen capture or using the video uh, to record the webcam to record and then you have a scan option and not only will it scan documents so you'd hold the document up and it would scan it into a pdf but it will also scan qr codes mm -hmm. which is something that is not easy to do with a with a chromebook there's been a couple websites that we've tried to use that kind of work sometimes kind of don't but um from my testing out this seems to work pretty well um, the scanning of the document works pretty well and then also the qr code scanning works so um, it takes a little bit to get to you getting used to because you got to hold it up and then you got to press the press the button on the on the mouse pad or on the screen so 
Um, it does take a little bit of practice to get used to doing it um, the right way, but you can now scan documents and QR codes with the built-in camera on your Chromebook. That camera use is just getting, it's unreal. I mean, you can do so much more now than you could. And for those that you may not know, you can also do um, screen recordings now on the Chromebook. So if you go click on the clock down in the lower right hand corner, when that menu pops up, one of the options should be to take a screenshot or to do a screen recording. And so um, if you if your kids don't have access to something like Screencastify or another screen recording app or extension, they can now do that with um, Chromebooks too. So mm -hmm. yeah, the Chrome OS is, is getting quite a few updates here in the last year. Mm -hmm. And then all of those that are captured just live on the Chromebook unless they're moved into Google Drive. Would that be accurate? Or Yeah, they're, they're saved into that files mm -hmm. app, that files folder. And then the students or the teachers can drag those into their drive or just leave them on the device um, until they don't need them anymore. So, so yeah, so those are, I think, all the updates that we have for you for this time. A lot of updates that came through uh, this winter, uh, end of November, kind of from Thanksgiving through winter break. Um, or these. So if you've got any questions or anything about Google or EdTech or anything, please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, the website for the podcast is untitledpc.net. And just remember that every episode uh, has their own page and there's show notes for every episode where we will list the resources that were mentioned for that episode. So all the resources that we listed here, all the updates, we will have links to everything. Um, so you can take a look at those at a later date too. So yeah, um, let's even link um, where they can see all the updates from lots of past. There's a big list from yeah, you know, where Google, you can go and check those out for yourself. So we'll even add that at, at the bottom. Yep, Google has, Google has a blog that they update a lot of different stuff, admin console stuff, and then just regular tool stuff. They also have a separate Google Classroom blog where they have updates too, and we'll, we'll get those two things posted. So um, those are two I have bookmarked and checked pretty often, you know, once a week at least just to see what's out there because they don't, you know, they put them out on those blogs and they don't really do any other kind of uh, – advertising of these updates so mm -hmm. um, so that's where those are those updates can be found so all right i think that's all we have for today um thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time see you next time